right, welcome back into the Plank Show. Right here on The Ref with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. Is everything getting washed out today or what? We got a little state baseball going on. Not happening for the old Washington or regional baseball, I should say. Is it uh, pouring down here? I don't know. I've got this door closed here. Let me. Well, no, you can't open it up because there's a party going on out there. So everyone will. I think the party's over. Oh, is the party over? Okay. I felt like I missed somebody's birthday, so I apologize if I did. Um, like for instance, they moved back game times for the old Washington Warriors. Uh, so. Weather report is doesn't look like look like it's uh, raining right now. Here, here's an update from. But Dr. it has rained today. Doctor Kevin Clazel with a K. Literally, right, right as we asked for it. It's almost like he's listening. There are lightning, uh, we are lightning free at the moment, but numerous lightning storms across the metro. Scattered storms, some heavy, will continue through the afternoon and evening. Hail will be the primary severe storm risk. When? Throughout the afternoon and evening. Afternoon is in when? Uh, you want me to ask him specifics? Yeah, I need to know. <laughs> New car? To, yeah, swap vehicles here. Um. Through the afternoon and evening. That is very vague, isn't it? Yeah. I would probably swap vehicles if I were you. Yeah, it sounds to be like safe. it. Uh, I still have hail damage on my car. So <laughs> I'm one of those guys who's like, yeah, it adds a little character to it. Makes it tough. Makes it look like it's, Ur. your car, of course, is new. Yeah, I'm not I'm not looking for character. <laughs> <laughs> Hour three, as always, is brought to you by Mop and Roofing. Hey, have you noticed through all of these uh, storms we've had over the last few days, there might be a leak in the roof. Are you concerned about it? We'll call the pros at Mop and Roofing. O- locally owned and operated, fully insured, licensed, and bonded. Mop and Roofing is serving all of Oklahoma and has been in business for over 35 years. 405-703-3843. You, ready? you want to do the top five stories today? Let's do it. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go. All right, Newcastle Casino is located on. Why why am I so caught up on 12th Avenue Southeast? It's like stuck in my head. Newcastle Casino is located off I 44 and exit 107, not close to 12th Avenue in Alameda. Uh, NewcastleCasino.com. Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 is happy hour. 14 table games, including blackjack, three-card poker, ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Baccarat NewcastleCasino.com. Big story, number five. Number five. All right, we've got golf. Will you guys be all over this on the Give Me Zone this weekend? You, I guess I should probably tell the story first. OU men tabbed as the number two seed at the Norman Regional. It's the 12th consecutive season under Ryan Hibble. That the Sooners golf team will play coast, uh, postseason golf. OU, the number two seed at the Norman Regional, which begins May 15th through 17th at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club in Norman. Texas Tech was awarded the top seed, followed by the Sooners. Four other conference champions make up seeds 11 through 14 as OU hosts UNCW from the Colonial, Louisiana from the Sun Belt. Hey, maybe they can bring Trey Amos with them. Uh, Princeton and Arkansas Pine Bluff also making the trip to the Jimmy Austin are top 20 teams in Alabama, Ole Miss, as well as Wake Forest, Duke, LSU, 
North Florida, Colorado, and Kansas. Holy smokes. How many teams have got in this regional? To answer your question, Go yes. Ahead. The uh, Give Me Zone will be uh, covering this. <laughs> it's, by the way, that's uh, Midas Whale is one of my personal favorites. Um, All of Garden is my second, but no question, no question, that is my my third. Give me zone. The give me. The give me. Oh, that's a give me. You mean a gimme? No, a give me. It's like whenever Morty pointed out that Rick had always said, take it for granted. He goes, did you just say take it for granted? Yeah, take it for granted. He's like, it's granted. And then he which wiped. that's that's real bad if it's Morty <laughs> correcting you. Yeah, in which Morty had his mind wiped because of that. Big Twelve champion Sooners won the conference championship by eighteen strokes at Prairie Dunes. Um, so tea times and ticket information will be available as we get closer. Closer, it's next week. Well, <laughs> like when, when we get closer, tuned. we'll give you tea times. Tea times will be available closer to the competition, and fans are encouraged to come to Jimmy Austin. Oh, admission is free. I'm sorry. You want to go? Why not? Am I? Do I have softball that weekend? Um, that's a Big Twelve tournament, right? Sunday might be fun. Are you guys can do your show out there for the Gimme Zone. Ooh, it's a good looking question. Can you think about that? The Jimmy has in most underrated thing about the Jimmy. In three parts. Ready? Number three, the greatness of Tyler Woodward. Number two, the pro shop. Number one, the grill. Phenomenal. Hashtag just say. My man Derek over there running the grill. Uh, you can get more information at Soonersports.com. We'll have tea times, but congratulations to OU headed to the postseason as we expected. The two seed at the Norman Regional. Big story number four. Number four. All right. Uh, let's just go ahead and put everything into one big glop here at number four. For college sports, breaking news, Alabama's baseball coach has been fired amid an investigation involving suspicious gambling activity. I want to go back now, and someone's someone's already done a breakdown on either TikTok or YouTube, right? They let us know how this thing got suspicious. They they, they've got to. They've yeah. got to. They go. So Brad Bohannon is out. Meanwhile, um, in is Hunter Dickinson. He is committed to Kansas, announcing via social media. I'm not a real big believer on every number I ever see on social media as involves NIL, but according to the reports, he was mulling over a $2 million offer from Maryland and chooses the $2 million offer reportedly from Kansas. He only... Well, 18 and a half. 18 and a half and nine's pretty good, yeah. I was looking at his freshman numbers and I was like, that? We're paying for that? Michigan stunk, though, didn't they? Yeah, they, they were, were not very good. Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, um, Oklahoma, according to a report in the OU Daily, is having a any quote-unquote emergency meeting. So we'll keep an eye on that. It, it involves, I think, some legalistic notes on the – on the SEC deal, Josh thinks it's just a chance to <laughs> it's just a chance to maybe hang out and have some pizza. The five eight zero Alabama's baseball coach took his job for granted. <laughs> he did, yes, he took it for granted. I would be all about going to Olive Garden for of uh, for the uh, bottomless salad and bread. Well, he's going to have to find a new job before he can go to Olive Garden. I felt like I had one more thing that I wanted to pile in here. Oh, the transfer portal notes for OU. Keep an eye on Jordan Tyson out of Colorado. He has been crystal ball to OU. You got Trey Amos, the cornerback 
out of Louisiana. Used to be Louisiana Lafayette. And how does he not have a deal with famous Amos Cookies? It's got to happen. And then Troy Everett, uh, Troy Everett, the interior offensive lineman out of App State, which gets us to big story number three. Number three. I always, I always laugh whenever I think about coaches that get angry. So last night I couldn't help but laugh whenever the Celtics coach, who I'm not going to lie, not overly familiar with him, uh, Joe Missoula, went after the Celtics, I mean, absolutely took care of business last night in dominating the Philadelphia 76ers. In fact, I mean, this is some, I've got, is this right? Mike Mascala highlights to bring you? Oh, they must have rolled him. Oh, is it not playing? Wait for it. It's not playing. This is not a good sign for the rest of the top five stories of the day. We try again? Let me try this right here. Anyway, Mike Mascala had a big night somehow for the Boston Celtics. Did not even know that he was a Celtic. And Boston ended up rolling over Philadelphia to even that series at a game apiece. Let's see. You know what has helped us sometimes on this is when we unplug it and plug it back Mm -hmm. in. I don't know if that's going to be the case here. But listen to the Celtics coach afterwards. Um, I don't know if my man is trying to put a chip on everyone's shoulder or what. No, it's not playing. This is very Is it muted? It's not muted. Did I triple stamp the double stamp? Oh, hold on. Let's try this. Here we go. Yeah. Looks like it was muted. Joe, what have the last 48 hours been like for your team? Angry. Pissed. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like it's nobody, been pleasant. Yeah. Nobody wants to ask about all the adjustments we made from game one and game two. And with that, he's still. No, we don't care. We should, can you elaborate on why you were angry? Coach, why are you so upset right now? Um, you mad, bro? <laughs> Doc Rivers on Joel Embiid. Uh, yeah, Rusty. Up. You know, early on, I thought he got a rhythm <laughs> a couple of times, and I thought we were out of rhythm as well. But we expected that. We, we knew there was going to have to be some kind of growing pains. Uh, bringing them back, and you know, so let's. I'm glad we got it out of the way today. One twenty-one eighty-seven was the final score that I couldn't figure out. Is that series is now even at a game apiece tonight? You get the Lakers and the Warriors. That, of course, is a is an eight o'clock tip, so not too terribly late. And then Celtics and Sixers will get back at it on Friday. The Nuggets and the Suns shift their series Friday night to Phoenix. Those two teams haven't played since, what, Monday? So it seems like they may have walked from Denver to Phoenix. Do the champs strike back? Or does L.A. take a commanding lead? It depends on which Anthony Davis shows up. Well, best player in the world, Anthony Davis, shows up. I know, right, ESPN. What are we doing this morning? Meanwhile, um, I thought I had another. Oh, yeah, uh, official yesterday. Joel Embiid won the MVP and talked about being a better role model. He just feels amazing. And like I said, being a role model, mainly to my African people, uh, that's the best of all. Um, because I want us to succeed. Uh, you know, for us to usually achieve something, we have to work, you know, twice as hard as everybody else. And I want them to understand that, yeah, we can do it. It's possible. Uh, you know, you just got to be a little lucky, but it's possible if you, you know, if you get this opportunity, you got to, you know, just keep going and believe in your goals and it's going to happen. Hey, so congratulations to Embiid. I thought it was one of the more low-key announcements of an MVP. 
Oh, yeah, by the way, Embiid won. All right, uh, game two. I, I'm not even kidding. That's what it felt like. It's like Joel Embiid, congratulations, won the MVP. Guys, is LeBron James truly the greatest of all time, and are we seeing cracks in his armor? Uh, why don't you go ahead, Skip? You start off this. It's like the guy just won the MVP, for it goodness sake. No big deal. All right, anything else you need to get to on the NBA? I think we're good, right? Good for Joel Embiid. <laughs> Big story number two. Number two. Not so good last night, though. No, that was not good. <laughs> the debate is whether or not they should have played him, which cracks me up. All right, let's go through some of the – it seemed like we had a lot of press conference yesterday in the National Football League because you have some OTAs that are taking place. So uh, Aaron Rodgers as a Jet is always going to be a story. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, everything is new. It's like the first day of school every single day. There's new people to meet and got to figure out your routine and, you know, where the laundry loops go and, and, you know, mail and cleats and weight room shoes and all this stuff. Everything's new and exciting and fun. Uh, I'm just pinching myself a lot of days. Just I can't believe, uh, you know, it's real sometimes. So it's been it's been a dream for sure uh, just to be here. Uh, definitely feel energized uh, to be in the building. It's definitely going to be one of those moments in sports where it's going to take a little bit of getting used to, right? Sure. Um, I, I mean, I just think locally seeing Kevin Durant in a Warriors uniform was weird. It was like, this doesn't make sense. Seeing an Oklahoma football game without Bob Stoops on the sideline, that that took some getting used to. And – you know, I was thinking about on the the professional Tom Brady in a Buccaneers uniform was weird. It's yep, like, yep. He's, this guy's supposed to be a Patriot. Yeah, what's he doing out there? And Aaron Rodgers in a jet. Maybe part Michael of Michael Jordan Wizards. Yeah, that was weird. But the Aaron Rodgers thing, I don't know why. Is it just because it's happening now and it's all we've talked about this offseason, Why it seems to hit a little different? It just seems as if it's it's been a nonstop conversation about him. Well, for not. This year, I mean, for multiple, multiple years. years, and he he stayed. They worked it out in Green Bay, and now he's gone. I uh, don't know. It, it feels like he's where he's supposed to be. For him, who knows? Uh, the way he's talking, may, maybe this is what he needed to to get things recharged back to an MVP level. Sometimes in life, you just you do need a change of scenery. So I I used to, whenever I first started in radio, when I was in my youths. I really pushed back against that. In my mind, you are who you are. You're an a-hole if you're living in Tulsa or if you're living in Woodruff, Illinois. You were too young to speak on the subject. I was, I was too young to have a take on it yet. But it's like, oh, he just needed a change of scenery. And you're like, what? You're getting paid X amount of dollars and you need a change of scenery to go somewhere else and be better? But as time has progressed and as, well, I've worked around a lot more a-holes, I realize... Yeah, maybe sometimes a change of scenery can be good for you. Sometimes it's good to get away. Um, I mean, I think generally speaking, I hear the, I hear, but, the okay. I hear the argument against is, I mean, you kind of are who you are, right? It's sports, mm-hmm. but you know, mentally, right? Mentally, it's we we know Rogers did not like Gutenkest. Gutenkins doesn't like Rodgers. I mean, right. there, there was some friction there. Pop was really – I give him a lot of credit for changing my opinions on things. He was big on that. That and transfers. He really made me and caused me to do a 180 on <laughs> It was one of those where I was like, man, if these people suck, it doesn't matter where they are. They're going to suck regardless. And he's like, true, but you never understand what surrounding yourself with different people in a different environment can do. And maybe for me it, it 
you know, took doing it in life, you know, different management, different people leading whenever I was early in my career. And I think in my life, I, I think that I used to think, I'm sure it was probably something that was cancelable at the time. It's like, hey, you can you can take someone and put them in a different car. All of a sudden, because they're in a different car, it doesn't make them a better person or better at their job. You know, these whole ideas that you're in a different perspective or you're in a different place doesn't mean you should work any harder or be any different. But I've learned. I've learned that that definitely can be the case. I really don't want this to work for Aaron Rodgers, as I think what's <laughs> Right, yeah, that's what's really it. I really want this to be an abject failure, and it just seems like it's, it's a, not going to it's be. It's a tough division, Se- man. Seems like it's going to work. Here's what uh, Quincy Williams said about being starstruck with Aaron Rodgers on his team. I ain't going to lie to you. I was kind of starstruck at first because it was like we warm up right next to each other. So it was just like I was like, hold on, Coach, let me just take a little minute and take this in, watch a few throws a little bit, and send them in the green. So uh, just took that in a little bit. It was like, all right, now let's get to work. Let's get to work. A couple people said, hey, how about Joe Montana? Oh, Joe Montana. Chiefs uniform. You didn't have a problem with that. That wasn't anything that took <laughs> No, yeah, that's all good. But, I mean, that was even a little bit before me. Yeah, that was too – Joe Montana in a Chiefs uniform was where – do you know one that really shook me? Was Emmett Smith in an Arizona Cardinals uniform. I think yeah. it was still the Phoenix I mean, there's Cardinals. just no reason he should be playing for anybody but Dallas. And I remember that being su- – gosh, I was – was I old enough to be on the air? When did that happen? Let's let, – I don't know why. I'm yelling at – 2000, something. I'm going to say 2000. Let's see. Emmett Smith, before anyone can get there on the text line, I can type faster than you. Uh, Emmett Smith to Arizona, or Phoenix, I guess I should say. Were they the, were they still Arizona? So that 2003, was, 2004. Dang it, I was on the air. Holy smokes, I'm getting old. I remember push. I, that was another one I thought, hey, I think this could work out for Emmett Smith, you know? Ah, oh, man. I said 2002, <laughs> right? Right. Ah, you're close. But no, those are those are good examples. We were talking about seeing Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform. Brett Favre, Minnesota, in the Jets too, right? Joe from Guthrie says AD not in a Vikings uniform. Agreed. That was Favre to Minnesota was so weird because there was like the it, Jets buffer in between it, right? He went to the Jets first and then ended up going to Minnesota. Well, and it's just weird because I mean, you were the the Packers star quarterback. I mean, that'd be like that'd be like Patrick Mahomes down the road being a Denver Bronco. I would have a major problem with that. I'm okay with him in Kansas City now, even though I you're, think, you're all good with him being I'm a Raider. Okay. But if if he wanted to be uh, anything else in the AFC West, I don't know why he would want to go to Denver. All right, anything else we need to get to? Was that the NFL stuff? Big story two. I think so. So let's get to big story number one. Number one. Oh, dang number it. one. Number was there something one. Else? I was one. I wanted to play this real quick from Ryan Tannehill. I know that this breaks all of our rules, but Ryan Tannehill, mentor? Don't think so. You kind of went through this last year, of course, with, with Malik getting drafted and all these questions, too. Does it make this round of all those type questions any easier, you know, in, in a team drafting a potential future quarterback? Yeah, we've, we've been down this road uh, before, so it's definitely uh, a little bit of deja vu. But like I said, Mike and Rand make those decisions. My job is to go out and, and, and try to win football games. <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't really say anything bad. No. Last year, they really drilled him. On Are you, are are you going, going to be a, to be a mentor? Yeah. And he basically is like, no. I'm, not, I'm not here to be that yeah. guy. I'm here to win football games. Which, I mean, look, we've had that same conversation with Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love to this quarterback. I mean, we hear that conversation like once every couple of years there's some quarterback that's a veteran. And and they they either say, yeah, I'm happy to do it, or they say, no, no. I'm, I'm not here to do that. No. 
It's, you're so right. Okay, big story one. We got OU baseball on the way to Morgantown for a three-game set with West Virginia. It starts a little earlier tomorrow night, a little earlier than maybe you're used to for OU baseball. Um, and if I heard correctly from Toby Rowland, I think what I had even saw on the uh, on the Soonersports.com website had it uh, at the wrong time too. But the start time for tomorrow night for Oklahoma – is 5.30 p.m. Nope, they had it right. 5.30 p.m. with a 5 p.m. pregame show. They'll play at 3 o'clock on Saturday and then noon on Sunday. And for OU softball, uh, I'm thinking about heading to Stillwater right after the show tomorrow. Really? I I don't know. You tell me what you think. Is it is it import taste to maybe want to get some cheese fries before the no, game? No, absolutely not. You know, Toby says he won't step in foot into Eskimo Joe's. Feels like it's like no, he's not supposed to be there. Yeah, is I mean, it, it's not like I'm gonna wear. I mean, I'll be wearing my OU stuff, but was should it, I uh, not? One of the one of the old Kansas coaches or Missouri coaches, I, I think it was a Kansas coach, would say like, "Hey, I'll never spend money in in Missouri." Is yeah. it that kind of feeling? Oh no 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 no! That was Norm Stewart, the Missouri coach that wouldn't spend money in Kansas. Kansas. Right yeah, okay. right right yeah, yeah. I knew I knew it was one or the other. Regardless, it's uh, going to be a fun series. Oklahoma State lost last night to North Texas, so they're scuffling just a bit. That's another reminder, by the way, why you should not like Norm Stewart or <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> All that talent he had, and he never won a national title. Uh, 6 p.m. on Friday, 4 o'clock on Saturday, 2 o'clock on Sunday. Again, we've got you covered with ESPN2 tomorrow night, ESPN on Saturday afternoon, and I think it's plus on Sunday, so you'll get the Oklahoma State guys. But I'm excited. Great. DJ Sanchez is going to join me this weekend. So, DJ, for her, I think it's just as close of a drive to Stillwater from her home in Edmond as it is to Norman. So we'll have a full meal deal for you on the broadcast this weekend. And I got a little bit more of Patty Gasso from her media availability to share next right here on The Ref. You want uh, a little bit more of one Patty Gasso from her meeting with the media yesterday? I would love a little bit more from Coach. (sighs) Let's see. Where can I pick this up at? I I sat here during that whole commercial break and was uh, gossiping and didn't queue up anything, so... That's that's what we do around that's, here. That's that's literally what ends up happening nine out of ten times. I'm in this spot. And I'm like, hey, uh, I'll get this ready during the commercial break, and I never do. So now we're ready. Here's a little Coach Gasso in anticipation of the Bedlam game tomorrow. You know, for a lot of reasons, I think it's important to play in state. Tulsa. We game. have a lot of fans up there. Our team likes to play a game better than practice. So let's all. Travel together, and (laughs) 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 Um, I think also I I I know I've changed my approach in a lot of ways. Where I want to help Tulsa, I want to help their program, and if we can help them sell out and they get profits from ticket sales, that can get them a restroom in their dugout. (laughs) on the visitor side as well, <laughs> then I want to help that. <laughs> so there's, it truly is. I mean, I'm not, even, it's not really even a joke. It's just really trying to help them if they can make some extra money and help their stadium or whatever it is that they need. Um, we're spoiled. We are spoiled. And you're sitting in this 
locker room going, really? Yeah, or this clubhouse, are you, you're spoiled? Well, we're about to be very spoiled. But uh, I've seen it, I've seen it at, at programs that just don't have the money or have what we have to do what we do. And if it's encouragement or it's opportunity that they get that they normally don't get, I think what was cool is it was their last home game and they played in front of a sellout crowd. I thought that was cool for their seniors and um, it helped us. I mean, we, we learned something every time we play and I think we walked away learning some valuable lessons as well. And I would add this as well for OU and for what Coach Gass was just talking about. I still, I still think a lot about what Oklahoma and how grateful Miami of Ohio was for Oklahoma being there. That made that that brought me so much joy. Just as we're leaving, the athletic director for Miami of Ohio is there waiting to thank. Coach Gasso and the coaching staff for bringing their team up to Cincinnati slash what is that Oxford Ohio to play. Yeah, so that's thought, pretty cool. I thought that was really really cool. All right, one more here from Coach. I, my emotions come from just thinking about it's it's hard to be in this program and maintain yourself for five years. I mean, she's she's on her sixth year, right, or whatever. I don't even know anymore. Sixth year. From COVID, right? That's what happens. Five, five, yeah. Five, right. playing in your fifth year. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, her and Grace Lyons started with like six other athletes, and they're the only two left. So it's hard to maintain. You have to be really good to last throughout, usually. Or you're, if you're not getting playing time, you're wanting to go somewhere else. She wasn't getting the opportunities. She stuck with us. She has such a wonderful heart and great approach. She's so approachable and, and wise, smart. And um, besides that, I, she's had some struggles in her life that I was right in the middle of with her. Um, family sickness, family death. She had injuries um, that have really set her back and, and really unable to be the athlete she wanted to be. So, I mean, I just, I guess it just overwhelmed me in one moment, but uh, everybody, you saw the response when she hit it out. It was like um, probably one of the greatest moments that she'll walk away with is just remembering that. So she means a lot to everybody here. She's talking, of course, about Grace Green. Now, when you, uh, you know, I have been lucky enough to get to know Grace pretty well. And it's really, it is sad, everything she had to go through, right? She lost her grandfather. Her mom got really sick with the uh, Guillain-Barre, Julian-Barre, however it's pronounced, syndrome that she battled. So, um, and then the injuries, man. Grace Green was the 2019 Big 12 Newcomer of the Year. She started every game in 2020 before COVID shut the season down. Then she had a shoulder injury. She battled, I think, an elbow issue was in there, has had some back problems, so it's truly one of the coolest stories to see her get that opportunity that she had on senior weekend. Neat stuff. 6 o'clock tomorrow night for Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in Bedlam. All right, quick break. When we come back, Josh, let's hit the best of the text line. 
the Knippelmeyer Chevy text line right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref. Eight o'clock tonight. I wonder who produces these shows. They could Steph Curry take LeBron's spot on Matt Rushmore? I mean, it's all they talk about, dude. It's never, hey, what's going to happen in this game tonight? It's always Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Is this who's what, the I, goat? I, am I missing the boat? I mean, I know I'm I'm, I'm getting closer because twenty five fifty four is the demo, and I know eighteen to thirty four. Some I've aged out of one of those demos, but. Is this what you people want? You people want? I've got a certain oh, my, certain my group of friends hurts. that they just eat this up, man. Really? I, I'm thinking of one buddy in particular that's always, it's like, dude, stop texting me debate questions. Please, <laughs> God, I'm begging you. Um, just watch the game and shut up. Just, just enjoy the game. We don't have to fight over this. Let's go. All right. Best of the text line brought to you by Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. 405 405- Six five one three four three nine. Uh, here is a good little dichotomy of how the text line can be. You ready? Because I mentioned I was thinking about going over a little early, maybe having an early dinner at Eskimo Joe's. I know how T. Rowe feels about Eskimo Joe's. I'm going to talk to him about it tomorrow. See what he thinks. But here's one from Joe. Joe from Guthrie writes, "Hey, I'll see you at Eskimo Joe's on Friday." Kendall writes, "You're a traitor if you go to Eskimo Joe's." To which Gunny adds, make sure you get some cheese fries. <laughs> so, split decision. <laughs> My gosh. I love you people so much. All right, 405-651-3439. We brought up uh, the Norm Stewart comment. Uh, the, four, the 405 writes, Norm Stewart never even took Missouri to a Final Four. If sports radio was a thing whenever Norm Stewart was at Missouri, I think that hot seat would have been much hotter. Would have been cranking up much much yeah. sooner. Speaking of sooner, Camo Sooner writes, OU softball, B-Y-O-F, bring your own fans. Well, this weekend we will be outnumbered. Oklahoma State does a good job of not just packing them in as far as the crowd there is concerned. But for this. For this and yeah. for the outfield, it's going to be rocking. But the 918 writes, not to be Debbie Downer, but look at the weather in Stillwater this weekend. It's going to be tough getting a game in. Do you, you want me to? Uh, do you want me to hit my very super secret text buddy, Doctor Kevin Clazel, on Please. this? Here's what he said about Stillville this weekend. Um, you want me to give you the? Uh, you want me to give you the May the Fourth version of it? Because he he laid it out. In Star Wars style, if you would like. It's going to feel more like Tatooine in Stillwater this weekend. So double up on the sunscreen. Of course, it's not the first time Stillwater has been compared to the Outer Rim. Considering the increased heat, Luke suggests that the green drink is better than the blue drink for hydration purposes. (laughs) Expect 90 degrees on Friday with 92 on Saturday and 93 on Sunday. Definitely sand creature wedding or weather. It's a good boy. Winds will be uneventful on Friday, but very gusty from the southwest on Saturday and Sunday. Can't rule out an insidious isolated lightning storm very late Saturday or on Sunday afternoon, but that is a low, low chance as of this time. And may the fourth be with you. Wow, what a very fun report. <laughs> um, we'll see. 
Sam and Edmund asks a very good question. How do you host a regional but you're number two in your own regional? I don't believe I've ever seen that unless golf is just different with regionals. I think golf is just different with regionals. Yeah. and As is gymnastics. Jimmy Austin's an awesome host site, so Jimmy Austin will have a chance to host. Your host your host sites, to me, if I remember correctly, are determined – couple years in advance. That sounds right. So you're going to host regardless. It doesn't mean that OU had a high seed and thus the Jimmy gets to host. Even though they do have a high seed. They do have a high seed. Here's a couple. We were talking about how weird it was, and it is, to see Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay uniform. Uh, sorry, in a New York Jets uniform. And how you know that's up there with one of the harder things to truly grasp and experience you know, truly understands. Like, wait, mm-hmm. hold on. This Jesse G said, nothing ever weirded me out more than the first time I saw Joe, saw Joe Montana in a Chiefs uniform. Right. Several people texting in about that. Sugar Shane in Newcastle writes, Manning in a Denver uniform until he won a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning in a Denver uniform. You're right. Now that you look back. It took a while to get used to, but he, he wound up being there for what, four seasons, yeah, five he was, seasons? He was there more than just like a, a, a two-year stint at the end of <laughs> and, his career. And the year he won the Super Bowl was his worst season there. He wasn't very good. At the end of that season. Let's see. how many. I, I want to say it was four seasons that he was at Denver. I think it was every – yeah, it was every bit of four. I bet it was – yeah, it was. One, two, three, four. And he got – oh, that's just the postseason. Hold on. Yeah, one, two, three, four. He went the postseason all. And his final season, uh, they went they seven and two. Yeah. They won, no, they won it in 13. Is that right? No. No, that's incorrect. They so, won it in 15. 15, that's right. That was his final season. He got to walk off a champion. A champion! They, because they had lost to Seattle. They got roasted in that Super Bowl. They did. They, I think they had a safety on, like, the first play of the game. But, yeah, Peyton Manning in a, in a Broncos uniform put a while. How about this one from CJ in Midwest City? How about Deion Sanders in a Redskins jersey back in the day? What was up with that? There are several now commanders. There's several teams that when you look back, you're like, whoa, that is. Probably a baseball right. guy or two we're not thinking of. Oh, I don't know why, but you know, I, Cody Bellinger in a Cubs uniform has been a hard thing for me to embrace this season. Sure. I mean, it's like, oof, it just doesn't seem right. Pitchers, if Clayton Kershaw would ever throw anywhere else, that would have been problematic for me as a, as a Dodger fan. Steve Sachs went somewhere else near the end of his career, and that was weird for me. Piazza in a Marlins uniform. The short amount of time that happened was very weird to me. Yeah, Steve Sachs went to the Yankees for a couple of seasons. That was a weird thing for me to deal with as a as a child. It's like Mike Sweeney can't wear anything other than, you know, like Royals. You're a Royals guy. Royals blue. Broken Arrow Fat Boy. You remember the hit where Roy Williams ended Emmett Smith's career when he broke his shoulder? I don't, but I know what I'm looking up in Google. Oh, Warren Moon in a Chiefs yeah, uniform. Yeah, what, what was up with Chiefs just with these retread guys late? I'm, I'm going to try to do it off the top of my head. All right, you ready? Okay. I th- want to say it started with, like, Steve Pleur. <laughs> Let's see. It's quarterbacks year by year. Well, I mean, technically it started with Joe Montana. So you had Joe Montana in 93 and 94. Then you had... Steve Bono. <laughs> Steve Bono, man. Oh, my God. In 85 or 95 and 96. And you had the Gerback Gannon years. Uh huh. Moon only played one game with Kansas City. And then you had the Trenton Green run. Yep, which was good. Boy, you mentioned the Brody Croyle years. 
In 2008. Thick pin, thick pin started for a period of time. How about this? In 2008, the Chiefs had three different quarterbacks that started games. Okay. Brody Croyle. Yeah. Damon Heward. Oh, my God. And Tyler Thigpen. <laughs> yeah, that was like, that was the peak darkness. I don't know, though, dude. How about 2011? Matt Castle, Kyle Orton, oh, man. and Tyler Palco. And that was that was with Orton, by the way, after he had went and flamed out in Denver. <laughs> so it's like, this was like, yeah, you've got Kyle Orton, but everybody already knows he stinks. Steve Pelur, by the way, to defend myself, that was really, really old. That was 1989. Oh, my gosh. 1987. I haven't heard of three of these guys. Um, Todd Blackledge, Matt Stevens, Doug Hudson, Bill Kinney, and Frank Sewer. Kansas City was trying to do the Indianapolis Colts thing way before Indianapolis, where you just cycle through veteran quarterbacks that may or may not be just about finished. Whenever I was a little kid, I used to always get football cards, and I, for some reason, ended up with a boatload of Bill Kenny football cards. <laughs> so if anybody needs some old San Francisco Bill Kenny football cards, I've got you covered. Um, we talked earlier about draftable sooner. Someone had asked, will the streak of four straight play- or four players being drafted continue for Oklahoma next year? 16 years in a row it's happened. Brazilian Sooner writes, if Stutzman has a great year like he should, I doubt he would return. I think he could be an all-conference type player. Hope we put some defense in the draft next year. And Victoria adds, I think Reggie Pearson will be drafted for sure. And then one more from Dodger Blaine on Sooner Softball. He writes, I think Oklahoma State softball has been caught looking too far ahead to Oklahoma. Well, if that was the case, they started a long time ago. Dodger Blaine, you might be right, but yeah, that was, that's been a tough run for Oklahoma State softball-wise, but you know what can magically fix everything? A win over OU, and I think they know that. All right, quick break. We're back to wrap up the Plank Show next right here on The Ref. Uh, summer topic we stumbled onto today. Weird fits late in their careers. Yeah, fits that just don't make sense. Just don't look right. Kendall hit a good Mark Grace in a Diamonds uniform. No, a Diamondbacks uniform. No, Mark Grace ended up spending a lot of time in Arizona. He was like on their radio network. Might still be. I think he's had a few issues though. I think I think Mark Grace has had a few issues. Some... Um I think he's had a few issues with the bottle. Yeah, so some speak. substance abuse. Yeah, that's too bad. He though did give one of the greatest Radio explanations of how to get out of a slump with Jim Rome back in the day. Though I do think you could be canceled for that today. I can imagine. Mr. Sports, put a wrap on this show for us. How's it going, bud? Gentlemen, I uh, got this. Uh, okay, now, on my prediction, when they end up uh, sweeping the Cowgirls this weekend, mm-hmm. can you just tell everybody no applause, just throw some nickels and dimes my way, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kudos now I'm gonna, kudos to I'm Mr. Sports on the final call. You got it. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to take it off the air. Um, do you think when the Sooner women walk on the field, the mindset of the opposing team is, oh, my gosh, we're three runs down before we ever start? <laughs> I hope so. Win a lot of games if you can win that. I, I would throw this. I think that it takes a pretty special – leadership group to not be intimidated 
whenever this team walks on the field, Mr. Sports. That's what I think. Absolutely. Let me leave you guys with this, okay? This weekend, it may be raining or it may be pouring, but if it's not, then sooner women are going to be scoring. See you, fellas. I like that. Boom. I will say, I was looking at the D1 softball rankings, and there's some teams that I've said this many times. I have a hard time believing that somebody's going to beat Oklahoma twice. But UCLA has been really good this year. Really good. Stanford has bounced back. They're the number three overall RPI team. Florida State played OU tough. Texas played OU tough. Tennessee is an intriguing team. But by no means is it slam dunk a done deal. You're feeling really good about the way that this team is playing. I, I'll tell you one thing that I, I I can't wait to talk about tomorrow, and that is how the offense performs this weekend. They're going to get challenged by Kelly Maxwell and this staff. I'm intrigued to see how things go for the Sooner offense against her and that three-headed staff they have in, in, in Stillwater beyond just Kelly. It's raining. If, if it's not raining and if it's not pouring, then the Sooner softball team is scoring. Not a bad way to wrap the show, Mr. Sports. Steel Man and Thune at noon are coming up next. Do you see we're on the road tomorrow, Josh Helmer? We are at Riverwind Casino. It's becoming my favorite Friday hangout, especially when I don't have to sprint off to Marita Hines Field for a reconfigured start time. Y'all have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll see you back here at Riverwind Casino on a Friday. This is the Home of Sooner Fans.